welcome back to the show. How are you guys? Doing well? Good. Good to hear. Happy New Year. Thanks for tuning in. If you're watching uh, us on YouTube, um, you can go ahead and uh, subscribe. Subscribe to the channel. You're already there. What are you doing? It helps me out a lot, and I would appreciate it. Uh, like, like the uh, like the episode. Leave a comment. That also helps uh, Apple people. If you're listening, hey, how are you? I love you guys as well. Uh, go ahead and uh, leave a review. Write the episode. Write a little something, a little some nice for me. And uh, if you're on Spotify, I don't know what the deal is over there, but you, you can listen to uh, the show on Spotify. So with that being said, thanks for tuning in. This is the first episode of the new year, uh, 2022. Does it matter? Does anyone care? Does anyone care that it's a new year? I got to be honest. I kind of do. I like it. All right. I, I I don't know. I'm not one of those people who sees it as like a fresh start or whatever, but uh, I have decided that I, I'm not going to defecate for an entire year. I'm just going to do that once a year on New Year's Eve. So that'll be kind of, that's my resolution. Um, but in all seriousness, it, it is, it is, it is kind of nice. You know, 2021 was, was it better than 2020? Uh, who knows? I don't know, but I, but I went out on New Year's Eve. I had a show and, uh, I walk, I was walking to the show and it was hot. I'm here in New York city and it was warm. Um, so I was like, hello, climate change. How, how are you doing? Uh, I guess, I guess that's, that's here, which I don't know if anybody's noticed this, but I think the earth has gotten a little bit warmer since, uh, don't look up has come out, you know, um, I, ever since that movie, uh, it's just gotten warmer and warmer, uh, in New York, which, uh, I did watch that movie and I'll get to that in a few. Um, but yeah, I walked, uh, I walked to the show and I, w- I was sweating, uh, my balls off. And uh, as as if as I will say this in regards to climate change, you know I I do live in New York, um, but I'm not from here. I'm from Florida, so I don't mind the warmer weather. I get a I get nostalgic for it. You know it it is sweet. And there's a lot of people who, uh, you know, are snowbirds and they migrate down to the winter and they haven't been able to do so for the last few years because they're worried about COVID. Um, much like my my grandmother, for example, you know she she usually gets a beach house. Every winter, she'll go for for months, and uh, I I it's a tradition that I enjoy because she would get the beach house in Florida. I would go stay with her for a couple of days, go to the beach, uh, hang out with other eighty year old people. It, it was a lovely time that I that I looked forward to every year, and and with, with COVID, really haven't been able to do that. So now because the Earth's getting warmer. My grandmother, who lives in the Philadelphia area, she doesn't have to worry about getting sick on a plane. She doesn't have to worry about taking a plane and maybe maybe catching this this thing that's going around. Uh, she could just she could just drive to the shore during the winter months, get a get a beach house there, and uh, you know it's 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 warm. It's I mean it's been like sixty degrees out. Uh in in New York, you know, I think a few a few days, uh, at least a few of the days uh, in December, and and certainly on New Year's, um, like I said, I was walking to the show sweating, had a hoodie on, leather jacket. I look boy, boy, do I look good in the leather jacket, the brown leather jacket. Oof, 
Got it from the old man. You know? I got a few inches on my pops. Got a few few pounds on on the old guy. So it was, uh, you know, I'm not saying he was swimming in the thing, but just say your boy fills it out a little bit better than, than Papa Carney. Um, but uh, we do appreciate him uh, giving us that, that leather jacket because uh, I your, your boy rocks it, all right? What can I say? I, I look good. I look good in it, and I feel good too. And I was looking forward to being like, all right, New Year's Eve, I'm walking out. I'm going to get a, someone to cough in my mouth tonight. I'm catching Omicron from my wife. And I walk out. There's there's like nobody out. The streets are empty. Bars are closing up at like 10 p.m. And it's been a few years since, uh, you know, things have really been open to celebrate or whatever, at least in the city uh, here in New York. But, I mean, there's no, like, real restrictions. But places were, like, closing up. I, I did go out, meet up with some friends, and uh, it, ju- it just felt... Uh, I met up with one friend, actually. Um, shout out my, my buddy, Michael Good. Uh, we linked up and I, uh, I, I did, I did the show, had a good time. Uh, there was a Puerto Rican guy in the audience who was hilariously drunk. You know, I go up on stage and, uh, I say something about how I'm not from here. I'm from Florida. And immediately he goes, Hey, that shit doesn't fucking matter, man. You're still my boy. You're still my boy within within like 10 seconds of me being on stage. And I was like, hell yeah, that's this is this is my guy. And I was like, oh, are, are you? Uh, I was like, thanks. I was and I asked him, I was like, oh, are you from Florida? And he goes, no, I'm from Puerto Rico. And I was like, oh, same thing. And, uh, you know, he laughed. He, he enjoyed he enjoyed that 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 humorous comment. And then I then I told him, I said, hey, th- thanks for for being the buffer zone for all our hurricanes, you know, all those hurricanes over the years. And, uh, I, I said that to him and, uh, he, he loved that as well. And then after, after my set, he came up to me and he hugged me. So I may have, uh, not caught Omicron from my wife, but I potentially have caught it from, uh, a, a strange, not strange, but a stranger, uh, and a very intoxicated and inebriated Puerto Rican man who was at the show on New Year's Eve. So, um, stay tuned on that you know i i as of now i feel fine and uh as long as i feel fine i'm not fucking i'm not i'm not gonna get tested who cares um but i go out and uh yeah there's there's very very few people out on new year's eve i i had a great time me and my friend we immediately decided that we're gonna buy cigarettes we're gonna drink uh tall boys out of paper bags in the street and we were looking for a karaoke bar so we could sing uh papa roach and hinder songs um unfortunately we were unsuccessful in our quest. We did find a few karaoke bars, but the, the, and look, I, I, I think I've only done like karaoke like once or twice in my life at an Applebee's in, in Brandon, Florida, uh, shout out, let's go Brandon. Um, that's, that's, uh, what my town is now known for as those of you listen to the podcast and have heard previous episodes. Uh, I'm from Brandon, Florida, which is now fully embraced the let's go Brandon moniker. And uh, because of an off-ended comment at a NASCAR event, I now live in uh, Fuck Joe Biden, Florida. Um, so that's that. That's good. So yeah, the only times I've ever done karaoke, I think we're like we're there. But me and my friend were like, you know what? It's New Year's. There's not a ton going on. Let's go out and let's sing "Lips of an Angel" by Hinder uh, at people. 
And uh, that was very exciting to us. We're smoking cigarettes. We're singing it on the street. And we found like one karaoke, a couple karaoke bars in, in Koreatown uh, area of, of, of Midtown. And you know what? They, they, the only karaoke we could find was when you do karaoke in like these, these rooms where you, you have like where you perform like with your friends, which is the, it's just, the, it's the dumbest thing ever. That's that's the biggest. I don't say it's a con, because I don't know, people enjoy it. But it's like it's not. It's not the point of karaoke, all right. Whether you love or hate karaoke, karaoke is done at people at the expense of other people's good times, especially when they don't know that they're entering a karaoke situation. It's for people to make an ass of themselves to other people. That's just what it is. I don't do it, all right. I'm not a, like a, I don't really partake. But I know people who who enjoy going, and. Uh, they, they go to these little rooms and they just perform with their friends. What's the point of that? Unless there's going to be an orgy in those rooms, I'm not going. Right? I've never been in an orgy, but guess what? I'll never be in one of those tiny rooms where we're all just singing karaoke to each other. You know? Like, imagine you were at, like, a friend's... You were hanging out with, like, four of your friends at one of their apartments and they brought over a karaoke machine. You'd be like, why did you do this to us? Is this a gift? Are you gifting this? We're not going to use this here, are we? It would be very strange. No, you do it at people. I'm envisioning me singing this song by Hinder, uh, Lips of an Angel, absolutely you know, drunk at uh, tourists because those are the only people that are really out, especially in the Midtown area on New Year's Eve. But yeah, very dead. Met some very nice French people, so that, that was good. I uh, met them briefly on the street. And... Uh, and yeah, just kind of enjoyed that warm uh, New Year's uh, Eve night here in uh, in New York City. So yeah, climate climate change it's uh, it's 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 here, it's here, it's here to stay with you like it or not. Um, and don't look up uh, solved it. So that's that's nice. Um, I did watch that movie and I thought it was fun. Uh, you know, everyone has their own opinions. Some people thought it sucked. Some people thought it was great. What, who who cares? All right, it's like a Marvel movie for people who are obsessed with Hollywood. It just it was a bunch of celebrities, which is and some amazing actors. But there's a couple things that I guess annoyed me a little bit because Adam McKay made it. It's, I know he did The Big Short and Vice, which like they're not full on comedies. There are a lot of you know a lot of political and uh, commentary and and there's satire there and just, it's commentary on like you know, society and. And uh, whatever's going on, but uh, he did have Ariana Grande in the movie, who essentially played like a version of herself uh, in the film. If if you haven't seen it, she plays I don't say tone deaf, but like yeah, there's a, I guess a little bit of element of of tone deafness uh, type celebrity who's just maybe maybe a little bit out of touch. That's a better way to phrase it, but also very much trying to be in touch and do the right thing. So her character in the movie, she like gets. You know, they she was in the uh, she had like five or six scenes where you know she she writes a song about climate change and telling people to look up um, because you know the movie is called Don't Look Up and it was it was about uh, it was about Omicron and uh, hurling towards the earth and how it's going to wipe us all out. Um, so she was she was telling people to look up at Omicron. Um, no, but it was like there's a comet flying to Earth, and so. You know, a lot of politicians and and 
uh, didn't believe it. The president, you know, didn't fully buy into it. They were trying to find a way to like monetize it. They weren't believing the science and they really leaned into like the sciencey part of it, which I know like is, you know, I, here's what I'm getting at. I was, I was genuinely concerned that the movie the entire time was going to be about COVID. Uh, I was like, I, if, if at the end of the movie they told me to get vaccinated, I was going to throw a shoe at my TV. I was going to get pissed. I was like, I just don't, I didn't sit here for this. I didn't sit two and a half hours to be told to get vaccinated. It's like, I fucking, I know. Stop. Just give me some, some form of escapism, you know? Uh, but yeah, the movie was like, you know, this, uh, Jennifer Lawrence, uh, she's a student and Leonardo DiCaprio is her professor. She discovers a comet. And then after doing some math, Leo determines that it's hurled, it's hurling directly at earth and it's going to get there within six months. And, you know, they go to the president, the president's very dismissive. Who's played by Meryl Streep. Um, and she's essentially playing like a Donald Trump type character, which it's like, kind of had enough of that but whatever jonah hill played her son he was funny in it again there was a, some things that were a little over the top he was clearly sexually attracted to his own mother um or you know there was like as that was like a, a part of their dynamic is some sort of sexual tension and uh and an attraction and it's just like some of the the trump stuff was a little heavy-handed but i digress it was a fun movie. Leonardo DiCaprio was great. I didn't love how Ariana Grande was essentially playing herself. You know what I mean? Like, it 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 bothered me a little bit because I'm like, you know, it is, it's Adam McKay. It's still supposed to be a comedy. Why is Ariana Grande, who's been, you know, doing blackface and probably the biggest uh, pop star in the world, uh, you know, who changed the color of her own skin? Um, she's like the definition of like this massive sellout type person playing this out of touch celebrity in an effort to make fun of that archetype. You know what I mean? Like Ariana Grande did a concert on Fortnite, essentially like promoting, which is essentially like promoting the metaverse. And, uh, but she's now, now she's a comedic actor making fun of Ariana Grande. You, You see what I mean here? You know, have me play Ariana Grande in the movie. Give me a wig. Change my last name to Picante. Danny Picante. Throw a wig on me. Danny spelled D-A-N-I. Bronze my just my face and have me go out there and sing at like an event for this comet that's hurling towards Earth in a movie. Have me play Ariana Grande. I I don't see uh, what the harm is in trying to give an unknown actor, comedian, a shot. Um, but they gave it to Ariana Grande. It's not like it was between me and her. But have 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 Meg Stalter play Ariana Grande. I would have loved to have seen that. I would have loved to have seen them give that role to someone who's. Not the person that they're trying to make fun of, but uh, that that was <laughs> that was probably the part that, that got me the most upset, um, and that's how I like to watch movies. Just duh, mad. Uh, no, I I tried to enjoy it. That's why I watch things. I tried to fucking escape this hell. 
uh, that we're living in. I mean, it's a million degrees outside, and it's because of all the uh, you know the resources that were used on the production of Don't Look Up. So um, that's fun to know that. But uh, did you guys watch it? What do you think? What do you think of the movie? Comment, comment below. Um, let me know. But yeah, it was a uh, it was a it was a fun fun holidays. Got drunk uh, over Christmas. Um, that's the the gift I give myself. Um, eating a lot of pie, passing out at seven p.m. and waking up at eleven p.m., staying up until three a.m. because you slept for four hours in the middle of the afternoon, and now you have to keep drinking just to be able to fall asleep. That's the gift that I give myself. And then on New Year's, just smoking a ton of cigarettes and, and singing songs that were made in the early uh, mid-2000s. So that's that's how I, I plan on really carrying that through the rest of the year. You know, there's no real... Ma- I have some goals, but the real resolutions are just to enjoy it more. Because if there's anything that that movie or there's the countdown clocks, uh, there's one of them in like Union Square... It's this big cl- countdown clock, and someone told me that it's uh, a countdown into when climate change is no longer uh, reversible. Um, and I haven't done any research on that, uh, whether that that fact's true or not, whether that's what the clock uh, represents. But here's the thing: it's probably already irreversible. So uh, might as well just go out there, have a good time, keep keep smoking cigarettes, have a cheeseburger, and uh, sing "Lips of an Angel" by Hinder. Um, yeah, uh, I I wonder if if the if the cast of of Don't Look Up was required to do anything for the environment or felt compelled to do so in and around the movie. I know Leo's a big environmentalist, um, but like, was the cast vegan? You know, what what did the uh, craft services look like? Uh, were they green? You know, what kind of uh, energy were they using during this production? Um, because if I had to guess, uh, the production of this podcast. A little bit uh, less of a carbon, uh, smaller of a carbon footprint than the uh, film starring Leonardo DiCaprio, Meryl Streep, Jennifer Lawrence, Timothy Chalamet, and uh, that lady in in blackface who sings every song on the radio. Um, I like Ariana Grande um, so much. She's my favorite artist. No, I I really have nothing against her, but would have been cool to see somebody else but we're not gonna hammer on that too much but all in all fun movie if uh you're a person who loves to see celebrities on screen and that's kind of every movie now it's like oh man there were three spider-mans all at the same time Ah, what (laughs) i don't know so dumb like grown grown men are like standing up and pissing and shitting their pants because all of the Spider-Mans are holding hands at, at once. It's it's crazy. Crazy. I don't care. I it has no effect on me at all. But hey, guess what? I'm also an idiot. So um with that being said, you guys, <laughs> you guys uh have sent in some questions. Um, per my request, you know, but feel free to do that unsolicited. There is an email. It's carneypod at gmail.com. Carney as in my last name, pod as in podcast 
at Gmail. You could send in a question at any time, and I'll read it, and I'll answer it on this podcast. Have it be about something, though, not, you know, like I know people, they want to be funny, but, like, have some sort of a question. Like, think, you know, maybe don't take psychedelics and then get on your computer or whatever uh, glue you're huffing. Um, some sort of coherent sentences. Um, now, some of you do, and I appreciate that a lot. But just letting you guys know that it will help the chances of, chances of your advice, uh, you know, of, of, of your needs being uh, attended to, you know. I know that's why you guys come to me. Um, as for those of you watching this this podcast, we're kind of it, it it looks like a therapist office setup. You know, we're still trying different things out on this podcast. There's there's lights now. There's a, I got a better camera, um, so we're, we're working on it. But anywho, with that being said, let's look at some of the questions that you guys sent in. So right away, I see someone said, "How many people send you death threats?" And look. First of all, I want to say some, uh, but maybe not as many uh, as I'd like. Because you never know why someone is sending you a death threat, you know? It could actually be for uh, a good reason. Like, uh, if that person hates life and they think life is bad and they don't want you to have to suffer from it. That's a positive death threat. It's not even a threat. It's like, hey, I'm going to kill you. And take you out of this miserable existence so you could go on to the next plane. That is a positive death threat. I wouldn't even call that a threat. I would call that like a like a gift, like a like a promise, you know? Um, how many people do send me death threats? You know, not not a ton. I'm sure there will be some uh now after this episode. But the here's the thing with death threats too, it's like you gotta think about it the positive way, which is if someone's sending you a death threat, that means they're thinking about you. And they care enough to reach out. So there are some positive takeaways from death threats. There's a difference between a threat and a guarantee. You know, like, I'm going to kill you. Or, like, I will kill you. You know what I mean? Maybe that last part didn't make sense. Uh, the point is, some people do. Um, and I'd like to think that the people who do are really just reaching out because they're looking for a friend. You know how many times I've told my friends that I'm going to kill them? More so than any stranger that's ever existed. So chew on that one. Uh, Okay. Okay. Uh, What else do we got here? If you weren't doing comedy, what you what would you be doing? I, well, can't read, clearly, so not that... If you weren't doing comedy, what would you be doing? Here's what I'd be doing. Um, I would definitely be grinding and hustling hard. Um, two, four, seven, three, six, five. Some, sometimes you know, one out of four, three, six, six. I would probably, I would, I would start my own candle business. That's what I would do. That's what I would do. I've been thinking about this for a while. And it's not that I think candles are like the next big thing. Um, but they smell good. 
and how many times have you met someone ask them what they do and they go i'm a candle maker you know like i don't i don't even, I don't even just want to tell people i'm a candle business i'm a i'm a candle i'm a candle maker you know i want to wear overalls and live in like a lighthouse and make candles that's probably what i would do either that or sell pictures of my feet on OnlyFans. I mean, there, there's really, there's, there's really no, these are also probably two things that I should be doing in addition to comedy, because if you're, if you're trying to make money, this is, this is not uh, a good way to, to spend your time. Um, but if I wasn't doing comedy, yeah, I would say that I'd be making candles. I would learn how to make candles and I would, uh, I'd do that the rest of my life. I'd be a candle maker. Yeah. So that's it. We all have our dreams, though. Maybe that'll be part of my 2022 plans. Let's see if there's any more good questions here. Um, Someone asked me, when will there be metaverse swinger clubs? Uh, Well, for those of you that took my advice and watched the documentary Life 2.0 on Netflix that I recommended last week, uh, you you would know that that that's already a possibility. I mean, anything you want, it's on there. I'm 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 personally looking forward to to digital crack. I want I want to put on a pair of VR goggles, and and smoke crack. That's what I want. Until they make drugs with no consequence online or on the metaverse, I see no utility in it. There's no reason to invest millions of dollars in it uh, at all. Um, you know, there, there's, you know, I talked a little bit about climate change, uh, on, on this episode here. I mean, that, that's going to exist in there too. So it really, everything is eventually going to be there. Um, but they need to prioritize certain things. And, and one of them being recreational drugs, uh, and with, with no consequence drugs with no consequence on the metaverse. Really, really, really. That's a big thing. Uh, swinger clubs, um, you know, it's, it's, it's good. It's coming. It's coming. You know, every, every day that goes by that I'm, that I'm not online or I'm not in the metaverse trying to meet my digital wife is, is a day gone wasted. So, uh, when will there be, uh, uh, swinger clubs on the metaverse as soon as, po- hopefully as soon as possible. Hopefully someone's on that that technology right now, really. That That's that's what I would like to see. Uh, let's see if we can answer one more question here. It's going to be a short episode. This is a solo episode, uh, guys. Ob- I mean, obviously, you've been uh, listening or watching this entire time. Uh, some of them are going to have guests. Some of them are going to be just me. Um, but it's look, this is a new show. This is a new thing. We're still trying things out. Um, for those of you that are a part of the ride, I appreciate you. We will continue to improve the production on things, the lighting, the setup. Uh, keep getting guests and hopefully guests that you like. I'll get better. Um, but in the meantime, the 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 Carney Army, we we're we're we're, we're mighty. All right, we're, we're we do not fuck around. Okay. 
see if I can get one good one here. Uh, they're all good. They're all good. That's not what I'm saying. But one more because I don't have the space for that much longer. I'm checking my email now. I get emails from Hims because I signed up for a consultation once. Yeah, see, I'm looking through some of these emails. It's just, it's absolutely ridiculous. Okay. Okay, here we go. All right, someone telling me that they're going to steal the sketches that I put out online. That's nice. Uh-huh. Da -da -da -da. All right, so someone asked me, have you ever thought about having a family with a dog? And that's that's a good question. And then their follow-up was, would your kids eat dog food or human food or just Chipotle? I could have a family full of pigs, and I would still respect them enough to not give them Chipotle. Chipotle is the bottom rung of all foods that you could possibly buy. Um, it should cost no more than 2 to $3 for a burrito there um, with chips and guac. The last time I had Chipotle, I, I ate half of a burrito and immediately threw it away. And I said, I, I, I won't stand for this. I don't even like the fact that I got their food. It's, it's disgusting. It's bad. They don't know how to roll a burrito. They don't. All the foods are segregated. Segregation is bad. We know that. Chipotle is pro-segregation. You heard that now. You can copy, paste this, clip it up, send it, tell your friends. Chipotle, pro-segregation, lettuce over here, chicken over here, pico over here, guac over here, cheese over there. They need to mingle, right? The foods, they need to mingle. And the quality is going bad, all right? I mean, I don't know if, is, if somehow after the whole E. coli thing, the food has gotten worse. Put it back in. All right, I say put the E. coli back in the food. Put the salmonella back in the Chipotle because it was better with it in there. It really was. The food now, it is not good. Okay, the burritos are absolute trash. All right, like I said, the food's all segregated. And the food in general is just kind of stale. You know, it, it it's it's void of taste. I mean, to be fair, I haven't been able to taste or smell in, in several weeks. But it's 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 just bad. It's garbage, like horrible food. I'd rather eat Arby's the rest of my life. I'd rather have hot dogs from Sonic at Thanksgiving than have Chipotle a single day again. I'd rather I'd rather have. I'd literally I'd literally would rather have fucking Sonic hot dogs on Thanksgiving. The Every, for every year the rest of my life, on Thanksgiving and Christmas and only celebrations, we the, all the, the big food holidays, gone. The food gone, and you just, I can only eat hot dogs from Sonic. Cold hot dogs from Sonic, not even cooked, then have a Chipotle burrito, give them my money one more time in my life. I'm serious. That's how strongly I feel about it. You know? We're coming up on... You know the anniversary of of the uh, insurrection at the Capitol. I think that if they 
you know, rioted uh, or raided a, a Chipotle, the Chipotle headquarters, people would celebrate every year. They'd be like, oh, thank God, life has gotten better. It's that bad. It's horrible. It's worse. Go to Moe's. Go to Dos Toros. Uh, you know, treat treat your body right and, and, and go to Hardee's or some shit. But don't, but don't, go, never Chipotle. Never Chipotle. All right? I, would, I wouldn't feed it to my worst enemy. A man could gun down my entire village. And I, and I, and I would still, I would still rather cook him a home cooked meal with love in my bare hands than give him Chipotle. I don't know the situation is, is why I'm, I'm feeding him at this point, but, but you understand what I'm saying. I wouldn't wish it upon my worst enemy. Chipotle is the devil's food. Hell is just a buffet line at Chipotle. That's all it is. It is horrible. Dog shit food, and they should be out of business. The fact that there was lines outside Chipotle's when they opened in my hometown, it is a disgrace. They're desolate. You know, Radio Shack has a brighter future than Chipotle. I'd rather chew on the the, the cords left over at, at unattended Radio Shacks. Every Chipotle should be a spirit Halloween once a year. All right? That's what I think. And uh, your question was whatever. Think about having a uh, family with a dog. Yeah, that sounds lovely. Sounds great. But never once would I ever bring my family. No, how, no matter if it was free food, if I got free food offered the rest of my life at Chipotle and I had a family to feed, I still wouldn't go. Right? And I don't like working. But I would work every day of my life so I don't have to feed my family Chipotle. That's how much I hate it. Um, and that feels like a good good, uh, good way to send you guys off. Um, in 2022, be good to yourself. Don't go to Chipotle. It's bad. It's very bad. It's bad food. Um, you know, have, have some self-care. This is, 2022 is all about self-care and self-respect and focusing on your mental and physical health. So do good things for yourself. Subscribe to this podcast. Keep listening. Does good things for me, but does good things for you. We get to share this experience together. And also, uh, treat your body right. Don't go to Chipotle. I, I, I've said that a million times. But uh, the most important thing is to subscribe to this podcast on YouTube, Apple, all that good shit. And uh, tune in next week. Thank you so much, guys, for watching or listening. And let's 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 fuck this year up. <laughs>